0: Welcome to Education Dream Station.
1: We are Hope and Whitney with Education Dream Station, where we dream big for our students, share the goodness happening in the education world, and explore the infinite possibilities to grow ourselves
0: as educators. Let's just jump right in.
1: Hey, y'all. We're so excited to be back with another episode for Education Dream Station. Today, we're going to talk to you about instructional assistants in kindergarten and the work that they've been able to do with our kindergarten students, um, especially the ones that have been identified as striving learners um, and how they were using Jan Richardson's work to support these learners and kind of think outside the box. Because last year we were faced with um some manpower issues. We had a teacher that, or an interventionist had to go back in the classroom as a teacher. And then it kind of, most of our interventionists um, have caseloads of 40 plus students. So we had to divide all of those students amongst the rest of us that were left in intervention. And so when um, we had kindergarten teachers come into us saying, oh, we have concerns about these students and, um, you know, they don't know their letters and they don't know their sounds and things like that. um, We were trying to think, where are we going to fit, you know, an additional group of students in. However, we also knew that there's such importance in early intervention and making sure that these students were also getting the help that they needed. So I kind of took the problem and presented it to my team last year. And Whitney kind of jumped on it and um, took the lead. And she definitely has a passion for early literacy and working with students um, in the younger grades. And so Whitney, you want to tell them a little bit about how this came to be. Sure.
0: Yes. So Hope and I both are former first grade teachers. And, you know, I was just thinking about as a first grade teacher, what are the things that um, I kind of wish my kids knew when they came into the classroom? And a lot of times it had to do with Um, phonics instruction it had to do with decoding or it had to do with um, even letter recognition sometimes at the very beginning so I started thinking about what was out there that we could use in um, the time frame that we had in the mornings because the first plan was for me to on my duty station in the hallway pull a couple kids out there and work with them. So I found um, Jan Richardson's Next Steps Forward and Phonics and Word Study. And I started looking through that. And I realized it was very easy to follow. So, you know, even though I had a caseload of 40 plus kids, this was not going to be like one extra thing. It was simple. It didn't require a lot of materials. And um, it was quick. It was something quick I could do. So I started playing around with it. And as I'm serving students in the hallway... Teachers would walk by and kind of stop and watch the work, and instructional assistants would stop and watch the work and comment on how, you know, I could do that. You know, we could do that in the classroom. And so, um, after a couple weeks of it, we looked at the progress of the students that I was serving, and it was kind of incredible because in those couple weeks, the amount of letters that the kids were familiar with um, and knew. And had a great grasp on it. it grew so much in fact you know we were able to move um, a text level or two in just a few weeks just from that short little burst of added extra instruction and it was totally something that um, the instructional assistants could take and run with so we started kind of thinking outside the box we thought okay we can't get into these classrooms but could they do it and and we know that we have a great team of instructional assistants here that were willing to jump in and help. And and they did just that. So our Hope talked to um, our administration and got some materials ordered. We really only needed the Jam Richardson Next Step Forward book. And they did order some letter cards. We'll talk about that a little bit more in, uh, later. But we didn't need a whole lot to get started. So we were able to just kind of hit the ground rolling. What happened last year is that as they were trying this out in the classroom, um, I was keeping a watch on the data. So I would pull their star data. They take the star early lit assessment on the iPads and I started pulling it. I pulled for the first time in January and then we did it again, March, April and May. So I'm going to share the data from two classrooms because it will just knock your socks off. Um, In January, in one class, we had 13 kids that were scoring on or above grade level. Well, then in March, it grew to 18. And then in April, it grew again um, to 19. And so, you know, if we... We really, well, that was Mace. So we ended the year with 90% of the kids in that classroom on or above grade level, which was pretty incredible. And then in another classroom, we started at 11 kids on or above grade level. And by the time we ended, there were 17 kids on or above grade level. And so, you know, when we thought, wow, this is pretty
1: incredible, um, we
0: knew we wanted to capture what we had done and share it with everyone.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So the work that was done last year was so valuable, and we have really been able to see the fruition of all the work that these kindergarten inst- instructional assistants have done because Whitney and I are now working with a lot of the first grade students that went through this um, this year in intervention. And it's amazing to see that they have such solid foundational skills. Um, and it all came from this program. and it all came from a problem that we had and then found a solution. And of course, this is a solution that worked for us in our school. Um, there's, I'm sure, plenty of others, but this was um, what ended up working great for us, and we decided to continue it again this year. And Whitney and I, um, we had to, we hired a new um, kindergarten instructional assistant um, just last week because we had one of our kindergarten instructional assistants kind of transfer to a different role in our school. And so we decided we would hold off on meeting with our instructional assistants until the new instructional assistant came this week. So we set up a time um, and it was actually today that we sat in and we we talked to the instructional assistants and we started out with our celebrations and, and talked about all the great things that happened last year. And Whitney and I were kind of ready for a little refresher with them and, you know, to talk to the new instructional assistant about our work that we've done in the past and what we quickly noticed was um we looked around the table and there was you know smiles and so much excitement and then two of the instructional assistants pulled out their entire box of tools and all their data and documentation folders and all the things that they were using and had already started. Mm -hmm. And Whitney and I were like, Oh wow. Like we were not prepared for that. Um, But how exciting and that they were so proactive that they didn't just wait for us to get started this year, that they had the fire lit from last year. Saw all the gains that were made in just a semester, and then they were ready to rock and roll at the beginning of this year. So that was really exciting. And to hear them, like the conversation went from Whitney and I kind of talking to letting them talk.
0: Yeah. They took over the meeting at this point. Yes. <laughs> and
1: it was great. It was awesome. And, and just to see the smiles on their faces and to hear how they could confidently talk about how they were such a, an amazing support for the classroom teacher. Um, and truly they put that instructional assistant, you know, that instructional piece they really took it to heart and and they really are enhancing and supporting instruction in our kindergarten classrooms and we're just so grateful for all that they are willing to do and and like we said, like now they're taking all of the things that they learned last year you know, with a boost of confidence in their abilities and their knowledge as educators, and now they're running with it. And so Whitney and I now are at a point where we can actually add to their toolbox and we can add to their content knowledge because they have such a strong foundation. And then they were so excited, and we know that this is the highest level of learning when you can actually teach someone else. And so to sit around that table with them and to hear them teaching and talking about what they were doing with the new instructional assistant and getting her excited, um, was so powerful. Yeah.
0: They were even, you know, inviting her to come see them do this incredible work. And so it truly feels like we have fostered a true PLC out here in the kindergarten wing. Um, and it's just to hear the confidence in their voice at this point and to know that they're starting This work right now at the beginning of the school year and we have an entire school year um, to see all of this unfold. I'm so excited.
1: I am too. I'm so excited. Um, one of the things that was so great, um, one of the conversations that we overheard during our meeting today, was one of the instructional assistants was talking about how um, the very first thing that they do to start identifying these students is to give a letter sound assessment. And so she was sharing an experience that she had just the other week with her classroom teacher she works with, and how they both put their eyes on the the assessments after all the students took it, and they they both individually, not together, created lists of who they felt like were kind of the identified students to work with this instructional assistant. And what they found after they pulled together both of their lists was they had identified the exact same students, which she was so excited, you know, that and that just again, just shows that she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's looking for. And so that was another boost of confidence for her. Um, but how great that they're able to work with the classroom teacher hand in hand. And that's what makes this, this um, you know, Jane Richardson's work so powerful um, and gives that extra boost because the classroom teacher is doing the guided lesson, re- guided reading lesson. And then the instructional assistant is following up with um, the word work part. So mm-hmm. And they really do truly go hand in hand um, and enhances that classroom experience for these young students.
0: Yeah. And these kids are hearing the same language. They're hearing streamlined skills all day. Um, you know, I've even heard them talk about how they identify certain skills needed. And then the classroom teacher also puts it into her shared reading time to highlight it or interactive writing. So these kids, the reason why we saw the growth that we did is because, They are getting individualized, differentiated instruction for that classroom. And, you know, it's not a one size fits all. However, this program, um, well, I say program, but this structure is so easy to follow that I feel like anybody can pick it up and do it.
1: Absolutely, which is one of the reasons why we leaned on it, because we didn't want to add something else to anyone's plate, um, especially last year. And again, looking in this year, this year seems to be just as challenging as last year. Um, But we wanted something where, you know, the structure was put in place. It was very easy for an instructional assistant to pick up. There wasn't a lot of planning in there. And um, so it really became something that didn't feel like it was extra. It was actually something that was just enhancing what was already happening in the classroom classroom right
0: yeah we're a um, workshop school so we have readers workshop already built into our schedule and the work that we're talking about doing happens during that readers workshop when um, the mini lesson is over and the classroom teacher has started her guided reading groups this is when the instructional assistant is pulling these students to work on these skills
1: Yep. So if you're interested in um, starting something like this with your um, kindergarten eyes, um, one thing I noticed that, or I've, I've noted this year is I've had a lot of other um, intervention, lead interventions like myself that have have kind of run into the same problem we had last year whereas there's just not enough of us to help cover everything else and so um, a lot of them have heard the great things that happened last year in our school with our kindergarten students and so um, we are really excited to be able to share what we've done and again you know use what you want or you can tweak however whatever fits for your school Um, but if this is something that you are interested in we kind of want to talk through like the implementation process because we want you to be able to take something from this and not only know the background but know how to implement it yourself in your own school. Um, so just to kind of start you off, um, the materials that we felt like were needed to make sure this was successful um, were the, obviously The Next Step Forward in Word Study and Phonics by Jan Richardson. And that is going to give you your foundation um, for the whole program. And the great thing is within that book, if you look in the very back, um, you actually also get an online component that has great um, videos and professional development that. The um, instructional assistants or anybody who wants to use this um, structure and framework, um, they can look and see kind of how lessons look, you know, watching Jan actually teach these lessons. Um, We also felt it was important to get the picture sorting cards for our um, kindergarten um, instructional assistants because we wanted something they could kind of grab and go. And these um, picture sorting cards are um, alphabetical alphabetized. And so they come in a nice box and they're easy to grab and um, it made life a lot easier for them. But you could, of course, make your own set of picture cards as well. Um, we also w- want to make sure that um, they had some way to organize and keep documentation um, from their groups and the kids that they're working with, because we obviously want to see growth and we want to keep um, a nice record of what they are doing, what is known, any confusions, things like that. So um, one of our IAs today was talking about how she used a notebook and she had dividers for each student. And for her, it was helpful to have everything all in one place and one binder. Um, then another one of the instructional assistants had folders for each child. And so for her, it was easier for her to keep up with all of that per child. So whatever, you know, works for them, Is fine Um, but that's just two different ideas and then we also um, we're talking today um, with the instructional assistants about using labels and how that's something that I know a lot of classroom teachers use for documentation um, because it's easy to write and then um, peel and stick onto a form so that was something that might be helpful um, to as well another material The other thing is sentence strips um, are a part of the lessons, magnetic letters, um, ABC charts. We got some from Pioneer Valley, Mm -hmm. Um, but you can also, you know, if you're a um, workshop school like we are, Teachers College, they have um, the ABC charts as well that the students are seeing in their classrooms. Um, And then book pouches for each student so they can keep all of their books. And then some of the ABC books we also purchased from Pioneer Valley.
0: Yeah, and some teachers that are using, like at our school, they're using the um, ABC charts from the units of study. They are making ab their own ABC books to trace too. So, I mean, it's really you don't you're not locked into these mm-hmm. materials. This is just what we chose. Um, and and teachers on the same hallway can do it a little bit different. That's the the great thing about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, the first step, um, to is to identify the kids who need this. So, um, we had the teachers and the instructional assistants pull together and they did the, um, the beginning of the year assessments. And then they did this part where they looked at them together. And I think that was the power because they were looking at the kids who really needed the help and they formed a plan for when the instructional assistants would pull them. So a schedule was created so that we, they made sure that the kids were being met every day by both the teacher and the instructional assistant. Um, that's the important piece in all of this. They need both parts. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, you know, they discussed everything that the materials that they needed. And if they didn't have something, then they reached out to us. We made sure they had what they needed. This was last year. Now, this year, they they just started <laughs> on their own and they've, they've created their own things. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the first steps is just identifying the students, making a plan for when they're going to meet with those students,
1: and then getting started. And one thing that we really utilized was what we call the early morning block of time. And at our school, we have students who come in and um, it's about 40 minutes before instruction actually starts, but they're coming off the bus, coming out of their cars. And we usually serve breakfast during this time. They have like an independent activity that they work on while they're waiting on everybody else to get here. And so we felt like that was a valuable piece of the day that we could plug some extra things in for students. Students who really needed it. And so um, we started doing this in our early morning block of time, which was great for students because it was kind of the first thing in the day they were able to get this great instruction. And then all throughout the day, they were able to kind of see it within the whole group context as well. Um, So that was a way that we were able to utilize some extra time because there's always like, oh, there's not enough time in the day. Well, we were able to say, hey, this is a block of time that might, you know, could use a little bit more. And then they were also doing it during their workshop time. Mm
0: Now, the first part of um, the lesson that we do here is from Teachers College. We felt like the kids needed some reinforcing, um, they needed reinforcing initial sounds, isolating sounds, um, and you know, our teachers also received training on it last year from Teachers College, so we thought that would be a great um, addition to this time. Now, some schools use Hegarty um, phonemic awareness. Of skills, So that's the, that's the same thing. Like if you wanted to put that work in there, those are two options. So you could do the units of study, phonological awareness um, uh, skills, or you could do the Hegarty skills. And I think both are laid out similarly where it's very quick, takes about five minutes.
1: And then the second part of the lesson is really um, using the work from Jan Richardson in The Next Step Forward in Word, Study, and Phonics. And it begins, if you have the book, it begins on page 65 um, with the pre-A lessons. And you really start off with focusing on word work, um, especially looking at the child's name first, because that's where their anchor is. Is um, to begin looking at letters and letter sounds, and so you're really starting to have their them work on putting the pieces of their name together, kind of like a puzzle, and identifying the first letter and the last letter. And what Whitney and I have noticed is we've dot di- you know dived into reading recovery this year is that we have seen so much of the work from Jane Richardson in Reading Recovery and the Reading Recovery in Jane Richardson. And what we found out was Jane Richardson is a trained Reading Recovery teacher. So it's interesting that the things that we've been doing over the years in our own practice, you know, now we know the why behind a lot of her work, um, which is pretty fascinating. So, um, but one of the things that, um, they also do is working with letters, um, and giving children those anchors of letters and you always work to the known, like what does the child know, which is why that letter, um, ID that you do at the very beginning is so important because you do need to know what the child already knows and then what they're working towards. Um, Each one of the lessons is also divided up by text level according to where they are. Um, And then there's also colored books at the end of the book, this in the appendices, um, that you can print on a color copier and make for the child to keep in their bag of books. And those are the books that you work with um, within the lesson. And they're decodable um, texts that really encourage the children to pay attention to the print that they're seeing. And one of the things that we were able to plug in today during our training with the instructional assistance was kind of some of our reading recovery work. Um, and one of the things we were talking about with them was like the directionality piece and how like important that is and how important it is for a child um, to know where the first, you know, where they start reading and then where they end reading. Um, and then we also talked about the two finger framing And how important that was for um, the child to frame letters at first and then from letters frame into words and then from words frame into phrases. And that also allows the child to learn that left to right um, directionality and also to be able to really pay attention to the text on the page and not the pictures on the page. Um, And then after that, I'll let Whitney kind of talk about the next section of the lesson. So the next part
0: um, is a quick cut-up sentence. And if you are reading recovery trained, you'll recognize this right off the bat. But instead of it being one-on-one, of course, you're with a small group. And this sentence is created by the group. And you can do it interactive writing style um, with the group in front of you. And you cut the words apart as they read the sentence that you constructed together. And then what we talked about today with instructional assistants is using this cut-up sentence time to reinforce that left-to-right directionality um, skill. So, Um, where in the past, like I know that I I used to do this, but I would line the words up across the top and then the kids would build it. Mm -hmm. And we've learned through reading Recovery that it's important to line up the words on the left side, had the kids move them from left to right just Mm -hmm. to reinforce that. So we were able to share that little skill today with instructional assistants. And I think that's going to be powerful too and move them forward.
1: Absolutely. And we were so excited um, because now they have such a strong foundation in their work. Um, We now feel like we're at a place where we can start adding some little tips and tricks and tidbits. Um, So that's kind of our next steps is to start plugging in some of the things that we're learning with reading recovery that we feel like the instructional assistants can start paying, really paying attention to and things that they can identify and kind of ways to, like once it's been identified, how can you help that child? Um, So Whitney and I really excited to see what that's going to look like by the end of the year.
0: Yeah. And then an important piece to all of this is the documentation. And so, you know, our instructional assistants have been really great about writing down what kids can do. And that information is shared with the classroom teacher. And then if an interventionist is able to push in, The second half of the year, that's a great notebook to go back and look and see where the kids started, how they progressed, um, where the areas of strengths are, and then where maybe some areas of weaknesses are. So, I mean, that documentation piece is really important. And, I mean, I think that our entire kindergarten team is using that every day in their planning to make everything so
1: intentional. Absolutely and it's just also great um, for when you're you know talking to parents and you have that documentation to talk to them about what they their child's been doing in the classroom what you're noticing um, what the next steps are and you know it's just really powerful to have those um, collaborative conversations even on paper you know to have them in person you know together talking but also having it you know written down because we don't always have time in the day to go through every single child to talk about it but if you know if I were to come into the classroom because a child has you know been referred to me I can pick up that and see exactly what the child's been working on and um, what confusions they might have or um, what known letters that they have or known words that they have and then we can kind of make a plan from there so that documentation like Whitney said is, is so so valuable and so critical.
0: And then a really neat feature that um, we've used a lot is the companion website and videos. Um, and if you look in the back cover of the Jan Richardson Next Steps Forward and Phonics book, you'll see that it's the website. But then when you go on it, it gives you the co- you know, it tells you which page to look on. Our teachers have watched those videos and watched mm-hmm. Jan doing the work and and it's almost like having her here even though she's not and she, we would um, love to have her we here. would love to have her here i mean i feel like we, we live so much breathe. of her work we do we live and breathe her work and we've seen so much success in um the implementation of it kids are thriving now and growing and closing those gaps and it's just i think we're on a really great track um I can't wait to see what the end of the year holds because we're getting started so early this time.
1: Absolutely. And I think the the other big part of this is, you know, the fact that we have, um, kind of built up these instructional assistants to where they are willing to try new things and they are willing to, um, you know, be such an asset to that classroom teacher. And so we are so excited and so thankful that they took this on last year and not only took it on, but did it so well and then came back this year so fired up about it that they've already started and um, just to see the work that they're going to do, and what Whitney and I are able to get in there and help them with, um, is is so exciting. And, and we're just so thankful that they look at these students as their own, just like we do. And and just we have just such a strong community um, within our school that everybody's willing to pull out all the stops to help um, address any needs that we see for kids.
0: Yes. And if you have any questions about anything we've said today, please feel free to email us. You will see the email address below um, in the comments, and we will try to get back to you as soon as possible. We look forward to um, hearing from you, and Mm -hmm. if you have any ideas about future podcasts, please let us know. We are willing to um, try some new things and see how it goes and then
1: share what we learn. So, Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we look forward to our next episode.